What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the nine to five as healthily and happily as possible. Happy Monday again, folks. It is currently Sunday while I'm recording this, obviously. And let me tell you, I am quite tired today. I'm running off like five hours of sleep from last night, which is not a habit I tend to make, but I had my company's holiday party last night. I was up all night with my friends, got breakfast this morning, and now I'm finally home in the comfort of my bedroom watching a squirrel dart his little way across the street in front of me right now. Um, Seriously though, I hope you guys had a good week and are having a great start to your Monday. I I was a little sick last week, nothing major, just typical winter cold, had to run its course. I don't know about you guys, but every time I get like a classic cold, like not like an actual illness, just a cold, it always starts in my throat. And then I have like the sore throat. If I am coughing, then I'm coughing. And then it moves to my sinuses and then like my throat's fine, but then I just can't breathe. And like everything tastes weird because my sinuses are all fucked up. And then it's kind of over. So yeah, I, I, I tried to grab it. I tried to grab it by the neck last week and kind of stop it from blooming, but it didn't. <laughs> and I had to go through the motions of a classic cold, but I am feeling well rested, just slightly stuffy, but ready to take on this week. Um, we have a Great episode ahead. I'm going to ramble on about some things that I wanted to tell you guys before we get into stuff, but I am going to be going over Spotify wrapped slash Apple music replay today because that came out last week and I find that to be very interesting. The main part of today's episode, I'm going to be giving my honest opinion and reviews on popular gym clothes and gym clothes that I have just so you guys can get like an honest unpaid for unsponsored opinion on what has worked for me what I don't like and then this week's interview kind of fusing hello kind of following the music theme I'm going to be showing you guys an interview that I had about a month ago with my friend Billy Q from school, he goes by the stage name of Quas, so that's why it says Quas in the little card in today's episode. Uh, but he's gotten into DJing and you'll hear more about that. So on top of asking him lifestyle questions and covering how he moved from New Jersey to Miami with no one, just still working a full-time job and balancing that and his DJing. Uh, it's a it's a different type of interview, but it's really cool and really interesting. So I hope you guys stay tuned for that. But I have a story to tell you guys. It's a little TMI, but I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like giving the update. So last Saturday, which was actually right after I had recorded this pod, the podcast episode, I went out in Asbury for 
my friend's birthday. We were having a grand old time just sitting out at a brewery. I literally had one fucking drink. Um, and I'm eating. I'm, I'm having some French fries. We got a pretzel. And all of a sudden, I just, I feel this wave of unbearable heat come over my body. Not heat like like sauna hot or sitting on a beach hot, but like almost like hot flash hot. And at the same time, my, I, I start shaking and like I'm getting like the chills down my body, even though it's like unbearably hot and my stomach starts to do like flips. And I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck is going on? And now, now my heart's racing and I'm starting to panic because I'm like, holy shit, I'm not okay anymore. What the fuck is going on? Um, and then I'm if somebody's talking to me, I'm literally like mid conversation with them. And in my head, I'm like, oh my fucking God, I'm going to throw up right now. I'm actually going to throw up right now. Didn't say a word, just left mid conversation, took my phone with me, sped walk into the bathroom while I'm like, like, like choking myself back. This is so gross. Um, ran into the bathroom and proceeded to throw up in the toilet. Um, I don't know why. I wasn't drunk. I had eaten regularly that day. I was very hydrated. So I sat on, I didn't really sit on the bathroom floor because that's kind of gross, but I did this little like crouch where I was like kind of in like a crouching, like hugging my knees position, really pathetic in the bathroom for a good five minutes. Not comfortable, by the way. And then I convinced myself, okay, the nausea has subsided. I still don't feel awesome. I just need to go outside. I need fresh air. So I go back to my table. I sit down. I'm like, okay, we could do this. But it's feeling like real hot and sweaty in that room. So my friends are like, all right, we're done here. Let's go to the next bar. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. We get up. We start walking down the stairs to go out the exit. And as I'm walking down the stairs, I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm going to throw up again. What the fuck? But I have like, I have a good, uh, like, like, I don't know what to call it, but you know, when people say like mind over matter, like I have a good grip on that. So I'm like walking down the stairs and I'm like, nah, you're not going to throw up. You're going to get outside. You're going to breathe in this nice, fresh air. You're going to sit on the bench and you're just going to wait for it to pass. So let's play this real cool. So you get outside and I'm like, fuck, okay. Like I actually will throw up right now. So my friends start walking to the right and there's a bench to the left. So really like quietly, I was like, you guys go out. Like, I just need to sit for a second. So obviously being good friends as they should, they came and sat with me, but I genuinely, like, I genuinely wish they did it because I proceeded to throw up again on the ground. And the bouncer's like, oh, you can't do that here. And I'm like, sir, I think I'm having a panic attack. Like I'm not even drunk. I don't know what's happening. And he's like, no, that's like cool, but you just can't throw up here. And I'm like, Okay, but like I literally can't, like I'm not going to be able to get up and go elsewhere without throwing up and like leaving a trail behind me. So what do you want me to do? I didn't really say that. I just got up and sprinted across the street, did the same exact thing in the street and sat outside in the cold until it passed. So that wasn't a fun episode. And it's also not the first time that I've had an episode like that for... The past like year or so, I've been having those random episodes. This is the first time that I've actually thrown up from it, but 
I'll get like the really hot, like I feel like I'm going to throw up and pass out. Like I think I have passed out before from it. And I just, I don't know what it is. I thought that they were panic attacks. So I told my therapist on Monday, I was like, I had a panic attack this weekend. I described it to her and she was like, um, how did it start again? And I'm like, I got really hot, like a hot flash, the chills. And she's like, yeah, that's like not a panic attack. And I'm like, yeah, now that I'm saying it out loud, I think you're right. Because my panic attacks are typically typically like my heart is racing. My chest feels like it feels like I can't breathe. And like I'm trying to take a deep breath and I can't. So she was like, I think that this is something medical and you should probably go see your doctor. So I said, yeah, um, I think you're correct. So I make a phone call to my doctor. I get in. I went on Friday. And as, as expected, she was, uh, she was a bit stumped. So now I'm going through that whole process. They did an EKG and the EKG came back normal. But apparently, like what the fuck do I know? Apparently the EKG is not a great test, according to my doctor. They took some blood work. Even though I did blood work last year and it, when this first started happening and it came back fine. So we'll see how that turns out. And then she's going to have me start by first I'm going to go see a cardiologist just because I know my heart is racing like during these episodes, but I don't know if that's because something is like happening to like my actual heart or because I'm then panicking that I feel this way and that's why my heart starts racing. <sighs> so I'm going to see a cardiologist next month. And if that comes back with no signs of anything, then I'm going to see a neurologist. And we're really just, we're, we're running through the motions here. But I really hope that somebody, some doctor, is able to figure out what the hell is going on. Because I think that one of the worst things is when you know something's wrong. Like you're not right. Like you're sick. And nobody can define like what's happening to you. Like there's no diagnosis. Every test is coming back perfect. And you're, all your doctors just kind of like close the case. Like, yeah, nothing seems to be wrong. And you're like, no, like I know that something's wrong though, because why am I having these episodes? So yeah, I'm sure that you can relate to that. It's just, and like, what am I to say? Because I don't practice medicine. So like, they know a hell of a lot more than I do, but it's a very unsettling feeling knowing that something's wrong with you and there's just no no diagnosis for it. So yeah, that's where I'm at with life. I think I'm going to take a few weeks off from drinking, not necessarily from going out. I don't know. I, I've got like SantaCon next week, so we'll see what happens. But lately, even like one or two drinks down the hole have not been not been doing awesome things for my body. Also, before I forget, I wanted to ask you guys if you think that I have a, a an accent. Because obviously growing up in Jersey, I don't I don't think I have an accent, especially being Italian in Jersey because there's a lot of like Italians that come here and they're from New York. Like my grandma, she had a Brooklyn accent. If you go up north, you hear a lot of it and the Oh my, just turn on Real Housewives of New Jersey and you'll see what I mean. But I don't think I talk like that. I don't know. I tried saying it like, I was like, should I go over the words naturally? But then I'm thinking about it. But I know I say water weird. 
water. Can I have a glass of water? That's what I say. And I know it's water, but it just comes out water. I say bagel. I feel like that's normal. Coffee? Coffee? Is that how you say it? Coffee? It's not like coffee, but I say coffee. Isn't, I don't know. I, I've been thinking about that a lot lately, especially with like recording this podcast. I'm like, I wonder if people listening think I have an accent because I really don't think I have a Jersey accent. I don't know. I think that my part of Jersey actually is like the one part that doesn't really have an accent. Like you can tell when people aren't from here, like they're like the ones that come from New York, but South Jersey has more of an accent to me. And then there's the people that I think just like force themselves to talk like they're from Staten Island or something just because they want to prove a point that they're Italian and don't like, don't even, don't even get me started on, on that one, please. That's just been a topic that I've, I've needed to get out. Um, oh my gosh. I had so many things I wanted to tell you guys this week. I wish I had a co-host just so it sounded more like a conversation and not just me rambling, but you could talk back to me yourself, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But like I said, and I don't want to talk too, too much about it because I'll I'll go more into it in my highlights. My company holiday party was last night and I was on the dance floor. I'm like doing my thing, you know, and I look over at the DJ and I see that the laptop says like AJH Entertainment. And then I actually look at the DJ and I'm like, no fucking shit. This guy DJ'd my sweet 16. My sweet 16 in the year 2015, seven years ago. And he honestly, he still looks young, so good for him. Uh, but in the moment, I was like, I, I, I had my alcohol blanket of boldness all over my shoulder. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go right on up to him. So I went up to the DJ and was like, hey, you DJ'd my sweet 16. And he's like, no, I know. And I'm like, what? You remember me? Because think about in this past seven years, how many parties, sweet 16s, bar, bar, mitzvahs this guy has done. So I'm like, no, way. no, you don't. And he's like, yes, I do. Come over here. So I like went around the back, gave him a hug. And he's like, oh, my God, like, how are you? And I was like, I can't believe you remember me. And he's like, no, I follow like your account. Like, of course I remember you. He's like, you work here. And I was like, yeah, I do. I was like, look at me. I'm all grown up now. And it was just a crazy, one of those like crazy full circle moments. He has like two kids now. He's like, I have two kids. One's five and one's two. And I was like, holy shit. My Susie scene was literally seven years ago. Like you've had two full kids since then. And he was like, yeah, you're just not a child anymore. Like when I met this guy, I couldn't drive. I couldn't drink, obviously. I was in my sophomore year of high school. How fucking wild is that? To see him at my company holiday party. So it was such a nice full circle moment. And I'm glad that I got to see him. And honestly, everyone loved the music. So I, I'm i biased, but I think he did a killer job. And that's all I'll say about that because I want to talk more about that in the highlights I want to give you guys a quick TV update before I move on with this little intro. Uh, I told you guys last week that I've been watching In the Dark. Phenomenal. I'm on season three. I think I'm towards the end of season three now and there's four seasons. Um, 
And I don't, I can't remember if I told you guys that I watched Tell Me Lies on Hulu. I can't remember, but if I didn't, then go watch that. Very good. But it just got renewed for a second season. So I'm very excited for that to come back. The cliffhanger was insane. And then I found out that it's a book too. So, I mean, granted I read the, or I watched the TV show, so I'll kind of know what happens already, but I always love like, like if I see a TV show and it's a book, I'm interested in reading the book, vice versa. I see a book and it becomes like a movie. Like I'll watch the movie. So Tell Me Lies is definitely going to be on my future book list. I have some things I need to get through first, but you guys always ask me about book recommendations. So although I haven't read the book, the TV show was really good. So I, I, I would I would say give it a shot and let me know. If it's bad, then tell me and I, I won't waste my time. But I've heard pretty good things about that. And that's pretty much where I'm at with TV. I'm going to finish In the Dark and then I need to finish out Criminal Minds because all of the seasons are on Hulu now, I mentioned a few weeks ago. I just need to get like back in the groove of it. And it's harder to get in the groove because where I left off, spoiler alert, if you like haven't watched a lot of Criminal Minds, um, where I left off, I think it was like season 12 or 13 or something. However many are on Netflix, that's what I watched. Hotch is gone and Morgan is gone. So it's like, I'm back in it. And like Prentice is there and Reed is there and like, JJ and Penelope, sure, but like it's just not the same. So I'm not really getting as into it anymore. And I don't know if I want to continue that and finish it out because part of me does feel like chapter that's like not closed. But there's also so much more I want to watch. I want to watch Dead to Me. I want to watch Wednesday because I've heard great things about Wednesday. And I want to watch The Entourage. So. Not that it's very important, but I need to get my ducks in a row and figure it out. And I'll I'll come back with an update on that. <laughs> all right. So if you've been paying attention to the internet at all in the past week, or if you happen to listen to music, I'm sure you know that Spotify wrapped and Apple Music Replay came out this week, which honestly, I find to be a little bit confusing because we still have the full month of December. So I feel like if it's going to be like a replay of the year, they should have waited till at least like two weeks in December or it should have came out like the last week in December because it's not an accurate gauge. And you know why? You know how I can prove that? So I get Spotify wrapped for podcasters since my podcast does play on Spotify and like I have I had to have a Spotify account for that. So I got my own little like artist view wrapped and it said this year I've released seven podcast episodes. And this is episode number 12. So they're not taking everything into account and I don't like that. It just doesn't sit right with me. You know, like it's cuz I think that these things are really cool. Like I really like to see what people are listening to. I think it says a lot about a person's personality and it's it's really cool to see what people are listening to and what people like the same music as you and all that kind of stuff but I want it to be like an honest accurate like disc, like report of what has gone on this year so 
I'm I'm on to Spotify. That doesn't seem just just based on the fact that they literally didn't take into account three whole episodes, which you guys know, I release episodes once a week. So that's at least three whole entire weeks of data that is missing. So I don't like that at all. Anyway, though, I wanted to quickly go over mine just in case you guys were curious and because I want to share it. So before you guys give me hate, I don't want to I don't want to hear it, but I do use Apple Music <laughs> instead of Spotify. It's kind of stupid now because I do have a Spotify account. Um, I had to make like a free one to put this podcast on Spotify. But all my playlists are on Apple Music. I'm just very used to how Apple Music works. And I really like I don't have qualms with it. Like I'm able to listen to everything I want to listen to. So I don't really get why people hate on Apple Music so much. I, I genuinely think it's it's just fine. So I have my Apple Music replay. And I'm assuming that it probably a lot of you guys have Spotify wrapped, but whatever. Anyway, apparently, according to Apple Music, I listened to 3,191 songs this year, if it's accurate. And, ooh, hold on. Okay, so I, um, I looked at my Apple Music replay sometime last week. I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. I just went back on now so I could have it up and show it to you guys. And it changed because I have listened to music since then. So I actually think that Apple Music Replay is more accurate than Spotify Wrapped. How about that, Apple Music haters? Okay. Anyway, um, wow, that's so interesting. It literally changed. That's really cool. Okay. Still, four out of my five top songs are Dua Lipa. This was a huge Dua Lipa year for me. I love her and I saw her in concert. And I also have this thing where after I see like an artist in concert, I have to listen to only their music for the next like 72 hours. I just, I get post, post concert. What is it called? Post concert syndrome, post concert depression, whatever. Um, and I like to just sit in the nostalgia, no pun intended. But yeah, my, my top five songs, Pretty Please, Dua Lipa. Hallucinate, Dua Lipa. Fever, Dua Lipa. Physical, Dua Lipa. And then number five comes in at Indighetto by, I don't know why I said it like that. Ghetto. In, Indighetto. Ghetto. Indighetto. I'm really freaking myself out right now with the way I'm setting, saying this, but you get the point. Uh, by J Balvin and Skrillex. So that is very, very interesting. My top five artists. This should not come as a surprise if you know anything about me. I was a little, I didn't know if Taylor Swift or Dua Lipa was going to take one. Um, Dua Lipa is more of like, I'll listen to Dua Lipa a lot when I'm like going to a pregame or like going to a party or just need like some bad, badass energy. So I've, it was a big Dua year for me, like I said. So she came in at number one. Taylor as number two, obviously. Jonas Brothers ranked at three. Not a surprise there. And then number four was AC Slater. A little different. A little different genre-wise for you. And number five was Ariana Grande. I actually had no country on my top artist, which is really shocking to me because 
I listen to a lot of um, Morgan Wallen, but whatever. My top albums, I think this, this is the last thing I'll go over for you guys. My top album of the year was Midnight's, the 3AM edition. And the reason why I needed to draw attention to this, because Midnight's at 123 plays, literally came out on like October 30th or something. Or like, say, like, or 29 something, like literally a year ago, a year ago, a month ago. And I've already, it's already my top playing album of the entire year. I, I, I don't have anything else to say about that. I just seriously cannot stop listening to it. And if it had come out earlier in the year, Taylor probably, probably would have taken number one. But yeah, that's my replay for the year. I thought it was going to be a little bit more diverse just because like I do listen to a lot of country too. And I listen to like ACDC a lot and Red Hot Chili Peppers a lot, but not as much as I listen to the Jonas Brothers and Ariana Grande. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It is that time where we roll into some highlights for the week. I had to give my highlights a little bit of thought. I know that I said in the intro, which I literally recorded 20 minutes ago when I was talking, that I was going to talk more about my company holiday party. And what I was going to say was that the highlight of my week was honestly after when I was just hanging out with my work friends who I'm like so close with now till literally three in the morning. But then I gave it some thought. And I think that the highlight of my week this week actually was just being alone in my house, reading by the Christmas tree one night this week, on, on Wednesday of this week. It's just, it's just like very nostalgic for me. I used to do that as a kid a lot, and I felt very like warm and peaceful and, and comfortable. So I think that that's actually going to take my highlight. It was such a good, like, I got out of my room, which I normally spend a lot of time in here, and I just like... I was just doing something that made me happy by myself. And that's a cool, that is a cool thing. Okay, and this week's health and fitness related highlight, I think is going to be a a snack that I discovered. So I have had the opportunity to try this small business brand. It's called Twisted, Twisted Cookie Dough or Twisted Dough. Yeah, it's called Twisted Dough and it's protein cookie dough. So I just tried the regular cookie dough. They have a few different products and one of them is like ready to bake dough. So I really want to try that and like actually bake them into cookies. But oh my God, guys, it is so fucking good. And the macros, I I can't eat. So I got the, um, oh gosh, I forget what the flavor is called. I probably should have pulled it up, but it's like a double chocolate or fudge extreme brownie, something like that. Um, and it's nice and like cookie dough-ish, but it has like a little chocolate syrup and like little chocolate morsels on the top. And it's, guys, it is so good. And it's honestly, what it's become is like my little after dinner snack. Two tablespoons, 80 calories, 11 grams of protein. That's really not bad at all. 11 grams of protein for a snack. And it's like, I could eat more. I'm sure I could eat the whole thing, 
But I just have like two tablespoons worth, like one serving after dinner. And it's enough that like it it satisfies that sweet craving that I always have after dinner. Like I always want something sweet. But I just ate a meal and I don't need to have like a full on something for dessert. You know, like it's not like I'm still hungry really, but I need something sweet. So that is just the perfect amount and it's super, super delicious. So Twisted Dough, that's a brand I would highly recommend checking them out because it was, oh my God, it was really delicious. But yeah, that's that's this week's highlights. I wanted to, I, I almost forgot, almost slipped my mind. <sighs> Guys, um, something, I'm being dramatic here, but something traumatic happened to me this week at the gym. So I put my jacket down while I was going to work out and whatnot. And then I went to go put it on when I was going to leave. And there's a goddamn fucking stink bug on my fucking jacket. And those motherfuckers are so ugly and hideous and make me want to crawl out of my goddamn skin. So I see it on my jacket, but I have to play it cool. I'm not going to be that girl that screams because of a bug in public. I will do that in my home. So I'm like, okay, we're just going to pick up the jacket and we're going to shake it off. I give the jacket a shake. Fucking bug doesn't move. I'm like, you fucker. I'm like, okay, let me shake a little harder. So now I'm like whipping my jacket through the air. And this motherfucker just doesn't want to let go of my goddamn jacket. So I was like, I need to step on him. But not enough that he, this is so gross. Not enough that he is squished and squirts all of his guts out on my fucking jacket. So I gave him a little little tap. Oh, and then I had to get a paper towel. I played this really, really cool. Got a paper towel. Picked it up. I'm cringing at him. I literally have the chills talking about this. Picked it up and threw it away. Uh, guys, I can't put into words like the disgust that I feel picking up a bug with a paper towel. If I feel it, like, oh my God, I'm getting, I'm, I know I'm being dramatic, but I don't care. Picking up a bug in a paper towel and feeling the crunch and the squish is a nauseating thought. It is a truly nauseating thought, but I was in public and I didn't have a choice other than to act natural and play it cool. So that's what I did. And that situation really stressed me out. <laughs> and I had to, I, I just, I had to t- tell you guys, thank you for listening. Um, and if you have had a similar situation, you are in my thoughts and my prayers. All right. So with the holidays, whatever it is that you celebrate coming up around the corner, I thought that it would be a good idea. And I actually, somebody had asked me to do this for a future episode. So I was like, now will be perfect time. Actually. Um, I'm going to go over the gym clothes that I own and give you like my honest rating and opinion. So you know what to get yourself on sale or what you maybe want to ask for or get someone else. So I thought I would start with leggings and then I'll move into shorts and then I'll move into sports bras. If that sounds coolio, with you guys. So starting with leggings, let's go. I'm going to go by brand. So it's really easy for you guys. So in my leggings drawer, I have not bought Gymshark leggings in quite a while, but I do have a few different styles still. One of them 
is the vital seamless. Ah, I wanted to get, I remember like when I bought it, I wanted to get the vital seamless so bad because it looked great on KK fit. If you follow them on Instagram, but to be honest, mm, it's not like, like it's not great. The material is like the design is, is simple. So it's like a nice, clean, minimalist design, but the material is kind of thick. So I found that it gaped in a lot of areas. Like it gaped around my waist, it gaped around the crotch. It would kind of like, it wouldn't really fit to my legs. It kind of just like hung there and it wasn't extremely flattering. And it also like the waistband tended to fall under my belly button a lot. So I, if you're going to spend money on leggings, I honestly don't think I would get the vital seamless. I would give them, I'm going to give them a four out of 10 just because like I think if you had like an oversized t-shirt on like that, it would look cool with that. But it's like definitely not high on my favorites at all. I also have the camo seamless leggings from Gymshark. Those I like. So that one has like the little butt scrunch. So it makes your butt look good. Um, The waistband is nice and thick. So it kind of sucks everything in. And the material is, is, kind of thick too, but it's comfortable. It's like a legging that I don't, like I don't sit down and feel like I'm suffocating myself in. It's comfortable. It's flattering. I just don't think that the color looks awesome on me, but that's just like a me thing, you know, and they come in like different colors too, but I have it in the green. Um, I would give this legging... I'm going to give it like a 7 out of 10, that legging, because the butt scrunch really does make a difference. Yeah, we'll go with 7 out of 10. Okay, I also have the flex leggings from Gymshark. Those I used to like a lot more than I do now. I think that it's mainly just because like styles have changed and I'm not really about it. Also... I've been finding now that I've grown myself a nice, a nice peach. I'll just say that. I don't want to sound too cocky. If there's not like the butt scrunch or if it's not like a light material, like the aligns, like from Lululemon, which I'll get into, those are lighter. It kind of looks like you have a unibutt. And if you don't know what a unibutt is, <laughs> it's because I just made up the term, I think. But yeah, so... Basically, the the legging doesn't really fit. Like, it doesn't cling to your body. So it literally just looks like you won't have one big ass cheek across your butt. It's not – it's really, like, not that flattering. So, yeah, flex leggings, unibutt. Unibutt central, unfortunately. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to give them a – three and a half out of 10. Yeah. Because there's like the vital seamless, like also kind of unibut ish, but their design is more plain where like you could wear it with an oversized shirt. Like I said, this one, nah, I just, I wouldn't maybe the black, like the black is probably okay. I would give that one a higher rating, but I don't own it, but any colors in the flex leggings, I would just, I'd breeze on by. Yeah. I think the last 
pair. No, I, oh, sorry. I have two more. So I have the Amplify leggings. I have them in blue. I have them in a few different ombre colors. I have them in a different shade of blue. Those ones, I don't believe they have the butt scrunch in them, but they're more like they fit to your body better. Like they're more clingy. So no unibuts there. It's more, it, it definitely hugs onto you better and shows off like your assets better. And it's nice and thick. So I, I honestly, I really do like those ones. It's just that I find with the Gymshark leggings, the waistbands over time tend to loosen, or maybe it's just the fact that I am not that size anymore. It could just be me, but they're like a timeless piece. One color, no patterns or anything. Um, or you can get the ombre, which are like multiple colors, but they're, they're good. They're a thick, comfortable legging. Um, one thing to note though, is that like they are thick. So if you're trying to do stuff like yoga, I would probably go with like a thinner legging, but for the gym, I, I would still wear these. So I'm going to give them a seven and a half out of 10. Yeah. Okay. And then the last legging style, whatever that I have from Gymshark still is the Whitney Simmons leggings. I know that she has a bunch. I don't have the ones with the mesh cut out. I just have like the regular ones and I'm a big fan. So that one doesn't have necessarily like a scrunch, but it has like a line where your butt is. So it's like technically not completely seamless, I think. But it really, uh, it helps really bring the cheeks out a lot. No unibot situation going on with Whitney Simmons leggings. And they're plain. So, like, they kind of, like, they conform to you so nice. And they're lighter than, like, the Amplify leggings or anything else. So they're more, like, tights. And for that reason, I think they're just very flattering. Um, They're very lightweight. So you can... Stretch all types of ways. Oh, there goes that squirrel again. This little guy, he's just hopping. It makes me so nervous when squirrels cross the street. Because, like, this guy's just sitting right here in the street. And I'm like, dude, somebody's going to come. You got to run. You got to run, buddy. Okay, he's back in the grass, I think. Oh, okay. Anyway, they're a lot lighter, the Whitney Simmons leggings. So very comfortable, very flattering. I am going to give those an eight and a half out of 10, just because the waistband is okay. Like the waistband's pretty thick. I just don't really like the double layer that it has like on it. I think it could just be like a regular waistband and it would probably fine, be fine, but eight, eight and a half out of 10 for my girl wit. And that is Gymshark. That is... Gymshark leggings. I hope I didn't rant too fast. I'm sorry if I did. But let's move on to Lululemon now. This one's going to be nice and easy because I literally only have two styles of leggings, but I have them in a million different colors because this is how much I love them. The first one, the classic Lululemon Alliance. This, the fact that I have, let's see, I have them in black, navy, cheetah, tie-dye, gray, and olive. I think that's it. I have them in six colors. This was like my two die for legging. 
in high school. Like I was jealous of anyone that could have a Lululemon aligned legging. Um, and I spent a lot of time like trying to find like different brands that were similar and nothing quite does it. Nothing quite does it like Lululemon. These are the classic plain, like tight looking leggings that everyone has. Personally, I'm five, two and a half. So I get the 25 inch, uh, online. They make up to 31 inches. Uh, I know my roommate in college was super tall, so she got the 31 inches and those fit her perfectly. Or at least I think they fit her perfectly. It looks good to me. Um, these leggings are designed for yoga. I wear them to the gym too, just because I can. And like, there's <laughs> no rule against it. Um, and I also wear them like literally every day with sweatshirts, t-shirts, crop tops, especially like my black Lululemons get abused because they just go with everything. Where there, there's like times where I have to be like, okay, Liz. You wore these yesterday. You don't have to wear them again. Wear a different pair of pants today. But then I'm like, oh, but they just look so good. They're just such a classic. So they're very light. They don't have a um, compressive waistband because, like I said, they're meant for yoga. They're not meant to suck you in and squeeze you in. But these are a timeless, classic, comfortable piece of clothing. I can't express to you guys how comfortable it is. It's buttery smooth and soft. And because the waistband like isn't compressive, like I could wear these for hours and I'm just, I'm so comfortable. It's like wearing a second skin. That's the only way I could describe it really. The second pair, oh, I didn't rate those. Uh, 10 out of 10, obviously. Staple, staple in my wardrobe, 10 out of 10. The second pair of Lululemon leggings that I have is the Wonder Train leggings. So those ones look just like the Aligns, but they're a little bit thicker and they have a little bit more of a compressive waistband. So the way that Lululemon breaks out their products really is like what it's designed for, like what activity, which of course like they can be used you can use them however you want. Like I said, I use my aligns in the gym and a lot of people do. But their Wonder Trains were specifically meant for uh, like weight training and stuff. So in yoga, it's more important to have something very flexible and free flowing and not really compressive. But in the gym, like you don't really need that. Like you don't need something that's good. Like you don't need to drop into a split at any given second. Let's just be let's just be real. So these ones are a little bit more compressive. They're very buttery still and very silky, but the waistband is a little bit tighter, so it hugs hugs everything in. Um, and for that reason, I really like them too. They're literally just like the aligns, just a thicker material. So I'm gonna give those. I'm going to give them a 9 out of 10 just because the Aligns have a special, special place in my heart. And that's it for Lululemon. Let's move on to navigation because I only have one pair of navigation leggings. So that's going to be really quick and easy. Oh, no, I have two pairs. Sorry. So I have the Seamless Contour. And those ones I really like. It doesn't have the butt scrunch, sadly. But it has like a contour under the butt. So I personally think it makes me look good. It, I wear an extra small and it kind of snatches my waist. So again, a thicker material, 
made for the gym. It's going to like complement your body, you know, but it might be like sometimes when I'm sitting like hunched over and I'm like leaning over, I'm like, okay, these are a little too tight, but they're very, very comfortable. Otherwise, like when I'm actually performing activity in the gym. So I would give them, I'm also going to give them a nine out of 10, just because like I said, if you wear them for too long, they will be a little like tight on you, but they look good. They feel good. And they're more affordably priced than others. So that's the seamless contour. The second pair that I have is just the regular solid seamless leggings. And these ones I'm not a fan of. I'm not going to lie. It looked good on the model, but personally, so I got My first problem was that I got a small and I probably should have gotten extra small. I think that the material was a little bit too thick and it just made my whole entire butt disappear because it was black and it just didn't really fit me right. It gaped in places. It hugged in other places. It just, it wasn't flattering to my body, although very comfortable. So I'm going to give this one a three out of 10 just because yes, they are comfortable and they're like a timeless, solid, plain look, but not flattering to my body. So three out of 10 for the solid seamless leggings from Navigation. And that's Navigation. Let's move on to Alphalete. I have three pairs from Alphalete. I'm going to start with my first pair and immediately off the bat just tell you 10 out of 10. The Amplify leggings. Holy shit, these leggings are amazing. And I wish I had them in more colors, but they're always sold out. Thank you, Alphalete. Uh, but seriously, the Amplify leggings are probably the ones that you see like literally everywhere across everyone's social media. They're just, they're plain. They have a little bit of like a sort of like a design on, it's not really design, but it's just like a, there's a little pattern or something on the side. So it's not just one whole, like one color legging it just gets a little bit lighter or darker in that spot depending on the color but these leggings are amazing they are timeless like I said like no funky designs or anything butt scrunch huge plus talks about the butt scrunch a lot so you get the point there and the waistband hugs me in just just the right places nice and thick sucks everything in I I'm obsessed with the Amplify leggings. And if you're going to, they're expensive, not going to lie. Alphalete's expensive. But if you get them on sale or you feel like treating yourself or you want to put it on your Christmas list, definitely go with Amplify. Okay, next I have the Halo leggings. I got these pretty cheap because I got them on like Alphalete's birthday sale or whatever. I think I got them for like 20 bucks or something. So I'm not really too mad about it. But we run into the Unibut situation. Again, the leggings itself, like I love the waistband. It's not super, super tight. So like you can breathe, but it's still thick. Um, nice, thick material conforms to your body, but it doesn't have that bunch, butt scrunch. So it's like kind of like the same thing as I was talking about before. You just run into a unibut situation. So I'm going to give the halo leggings a five out of 10 because I really don't think they're like the worst things and they're often on sale anyway. But I, I don't know if I would have spent more money on that. 
I also have the OG Revival leggings. Those ones pretty similar. It's like you can run into having the unibut problem, but it's still like it's not as bad as the Gymshark ones. You know, it just really depends on like how you're standing and the angle and stuff. But these are again like a nice, comfortable, high waistband, nice form fitting to the legs. And if you can get them at a good price because they're normally on sale, I would go for it. I would go for it. They're just not plain. They have little designs. So just beware of that. And to finish off Alphalete, I do have one more pair of leggings. I just, I'm looking on their website and I honestly don't even see it, which is a shame because I like them. They're pretty close to what the Pulse Kinetic looks like on the website now. So you could check those out. I like them, but I'm not really going to go into this one because there's no point. It's not on the website. But anyway, I want to finish off with the last legging brand, and this one is Paragon Fitwear, a company that I recently just started to work with. Um, and I only have two pairs of their leggings, but I am a huge, huge fan. So the first pair that I have is the Sculpt Seam Naked Black Legging. Hands down, my favorite legging that I own. It is just like the Align in design, but it has a butt scrunch built onto like the inside. So it helps contour your butt. That's why it's called like sculpt seam. And it is just, it is a beautiful legging. It is so tight. Putting it on literally just feels like I'm wearing skin. It, it, it just, it is so, it is such a flattering legging. And again, because it's like that simple design, like the Aligns, you can wear them anywhere. You can wear them out. Like I wear them to like the grocery store if I'm running errands, like to a friend's house. My, currently my favorite pair of leggings. So I am going to give those a 10 out of 10 because I just can't imagine what else I would give them. They're like, seriously, guys, I highly recommend going to check them out. And they're only $50. Uh, I also do have a discount code too. So you can get a good price on these. And then they also just released like the other pair that I have, the Sculpt Seam Naked Pocket Legging. So it's the same thing as the Sculpt Seam Naked Legging, but these ones have a pocket in it. So that's good for like, I know a lot of runners like to have pockets in their pants. Um, or if you don't like bring a bag to the gym or you just, you're just a pocket gal. Same thing, same design, same inseam or whatever it's called like that makes your butt look good it's just that these have pockets and like I said guys I, I I can't say enough good things about these leggings I would definitely definitely check them out 10 out of 10 as well but that is enough for leggings let's move on to shorts I have a lot less to cover in shorts so we're gonna start off with Gymshark and I have Two pairs of the Flex shorts. Um, I like the high-waisted Flex. It's just you do run into Unibut. Not ideal. And you have to be careful with what color you get. Like mine has a purple waistband, and I don't wear a lot of purple, so that doesn't really work for me. Uh, in the front, they look very flattering, and I love the material for shorts, but it doesn't really doesn't do my butt all the justice that it could do. But then again, 
it could also be a lot worse. So I, unlike the leggings, because like these ones are just more plain looking, I'm going to give the flex shorts a six and a half out of 10. Yeah, six and a half out of 10. I also have two pairs of the Whitney Simmons shorts, and those are the same style as the leggings. They're just the short versions. So same deal. This one does kind of outline your butt, makes it look good. Very, very light, tight-like material. Same waistband. So I'm not really going to go too, too into that because it's literally the same as the legging. And I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to go seven and a half out of 10. And then let's see, I have the Vital Seamless shorts. And at first I love them, but they just, the Vital Seamless really gapes. It really starts to gape. So I don't, I'm not a fan of those. I am not a fan of the Vital Seamless shorts. I'm going to give them a two. Sorry but they get a two in my book out of 10. And then I have two more styles. I don't know if I, 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 I don't really feel like going back honestly because I'm doing this in one shot, but I don't know if I said Amplify for Gymshark before, but if I did, that needs to be corrected. So Amplify is a Alphalete line and Adapt is a Gymshark line. So I have the Camo Adapt shorts And I thought that those were going to be awesome because they have like a butt scrunch in there, but they're just way too thick and they're not flattering to the cheeks at all. Like they're way too, like they're almost like a knitted material. And I, I'm not a fan really. So mm, they're not the worst things I own. I'm going to give them a five out of 10. They're, it's one of those things where it's like some days I really like them. And the other days I'm like, why do I own these? Like I never want to wear these again. So I'm just going to give them a 5 out of 10 because I I have them. I don't really feel like getting rid of them. But I tend to shy away from them a lot. You know? Okay. Okay. Good. Glad we had this talk. (laughs) And then the last pair that I have is I have the Adapt Ombre shorts. And these rank very highly on my list. So I have the red ones and the black ones. And I'm a big fan. The ombre changes like right where like, this is so TMI, but the ombre changes right where like your butt cheek would kind of end. So it kind of contours your butt cheek like for you, makes them look nice and juiced up. And it's thick, but not that knitted material that makes you look shapeless. So these are a staple. I've had them forever. I'm probably never going to get rid of them. I'm going to give them a 10 out of 10. I don't know where I would be without those shorts. God bless them. Adapt Ombre, Gymshark, 10 out of 10. Remember that one. Okay, cool. Chugging along now to Lululemon. I have two styles of shorts. I have the Wonder Train shorts, which were very similar to the ones that I, well, they're basically like the leggings that I went over, but in shorts form. I have one in four inch and one in six inch. Love the six inch don't love the four inch. The four inch is too small and it kind of just looks like your butt just like cuts off after the cheek and it's not very flattering at all. I think that the four is too short. So I would go with the six. I'm going to give the six a 
an eight out of 10. And I'm going to give the four inch a five out of 10 because I'm really not, not a fan, you know? And it's like, if you get the six inch and you want them to be shorter, you can kind of just hike them up your thighs anyway. And I think that that's a more flattering look. So I would definitely recommend doing that instead of getting the four inches. And then I have the Align shorts again in the four inch, which I think was my mistake. If I, the Align shorts are literally the same thing as the leggings. I'm sure you're getting the hint. If they were the six inch, I think they would be a lot more flattering. But because they're the four inch, we run into that same problem of like your butt just kind of stops and like there's no definition to it. And also the short itself is so small and the waist is high waisted that it just like, it doesn't really look right. So I'm not going to knock them. I mean, because I think if I got like a longer short, it would be fine. But because I got the four inch, I'm going to give them like a four out of 10. I would definitely get a six inch and that would, that would bump up some scores as well. I'm trying to think. I don't have, oh, I do. Duh. My Alpha Elite shorts, the Amplify shorts, a staple, my favorite short that I own. Um, I have only one style and I got it in, I think I have three different colors now. And I, I, I simply need more. I simply do. Same exact thing as the legging. So I'm not really going to go over that for time's sake, but highly, highly recommend. I wear an extra small and it's perfect for me. Like I said, three different colors, 10 out of 10. And then the last short that I have is the seamless shorts from Navigation. Loved these. Absolutely love them. I found them on sale. I grabbed them up for real cheap. I have them in an olive color. Extremely flattering. That's that's all I can say. Seamless. So I know a lot of girls are seamless fans. Makes the butt cheeks look good. Holds everything in. Very functional short as well. So I'm also going to give those a 10 out of 10. And that is it for shorts. Let's let's move on to sports bras and then close it on out here. I have a few different pairs from Gymshark just because I literally used to only buy Gymshark. Uh, and the only one that I really still wear to this date, there's two. So I wear the Vital Seamless sports bra, which is funny because I didn't like the leggings, but I love the sports bra. It's a simple racer back, you know, looks like a classic like sports bra you'd wear in high school, but it's timeless paired with like the Aligns or the Paragon seamless sculpt seam. Uh, Timeless piece. You really can't go wrong with that. So I'm going to give those a nine and a half out of 10 just because I don't like there's cooler designs that I have, but they're a staple. The other bra that I still wear a lot is the flex bra. So again, it's funny because I like, I didn't, you didn't really like the leggings, but I like the bra, the flex bra, bra also staple. It's just two spaghetti straps that are adjustable. Back says Gymshark front is like blank. Um, I, I've had them for years. They go with a lot of different types of leggings and there's really nothing wrong with them. So I'm going to give those also a not nine and a half out of 10. I'll give them a nine and a half out of 10. I also have from Gymshark the, I'm forgetting what it's called, but it's like the legacy sports bra, I think, like the one that has the actual shark on it. Loved the design. It just didn't really do like 
the back that great. I think if the band was a little bit thinner on the back, it would be cooler. But there's nothing wrong with it. And it's a cool piece. So I'll give that one an eight. Yeah, I'm going to give that one an eight out of 10. And then I have the Whitney Simmons sports bra as well, which is funny because controversial too, or, or not in line with what I just said before. I loved the Whitney Simmons leggings, but I don't like the bra on me. I think it looks great on Whitney and it looks great on other girls, but my torso is just too short and the sports bra comes down too long that I look like I don't have a midsection and it's just not flattering for me. It also has a nice pretty bow in the front, like kind of like there's like a little knot, which is beautiful. And I know a lot of girls like it for that reason, but I don't really want like my gym clothes to be like pretty. Like that's not, that's just really not my style personally. So I'm going to give it a three out of 10 just because um, I thought it was going to look better than it did. I'm just, eh. I don't really wear it. I should probably, probably sell it. But Lululemon. Holy shit, guys. I have two styles of sports bra. Lululemon is great because I'll find like one or two products that just blow my mind away and I get them in every single color under the sun. So the first bra that I have, you have 100% see me in it. It's the free to be wild bra. It's like, it looks like a normal sports bra from the front, like two straps, makes the boobs look amazing. So if there's any guys listening to that, I'm sorry, but it like, it makes the girls look good. Good. I'll just say that. And then the back is strappy. So it also makes the back look phenomenal. Overall, just a, just a fantastic piece. 10 out of 10. I have it in white, black, camo, gray stripes. Uh, pink, yellow, blue. I think that's it. I would love it in an olive too. That would be, ooh, that would be so nice. But yeah, the free to be wild bra must have. The second bra I have is the flow flow to Y bra. Again, a very standard front plane, but the back is like a Y shape. That's why it's called flow to Y. So it shows off. It's a very open back sports bra, which is huge now and awesome on back days because I love to see like all my back muscles working like a little fucking weirdo that I am. But yeah, also a very super flattering bra. So I'm also going to give that 10 out of 10s. I'm trying to blow through the rest of these because I'm getting tired of talking. Um, Alphalete, I only have the Amplify bra and it's eh. It's padded and it's like nice and supportive, but again, it comes down a little bit too long and I look like I don't have a torso and that's just not for me. So I'm going to give it a six and a half out of 10 just because I like the design. It's just like, it's just a me thing. It's just like a my torso thing. If you have a normal torso, then I'm sure it's fine. I just don't like love it on myself, you know? Honestly, guys, I think that's it for sports bras. Because I have the Lululemon, the uh, Free to Be Wild bra in like eight different colors, <laughs> that's pretty much like the only sports bra that I wear these days. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for sports bras. That's it for everything then. My throat is like literally screaming at me for talking for this long. Uh, but hopefully that helped. If there's other pieces or questions or anything, like anything you want me to review, 
just leave it in the question box and I'm more than happy to give my honest opinion and investigate. Take one for the team for y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, get fucking hype because it's time for questions. Let's go. <laughs> okay, like I'm going to run through my little thing like I do every week. You can ask your questions when I put up the poll on my Instagram story on Mondays. You can leave it in the reviews of wherever you are listening to this podcast. You can DM them to me or you can leave them on the blog. However you want to contact me, I will I will hear you. <laughs> anyway, we got some got a few questions today. So start with the first one. Do you take pre-workout every single workout? Um, I do. And that's just a personal thing. You guys know that I don't take stimulant pre-workout. I only take it like I take the stim free and I just take it for the pump. And the reason why is because I'm recording my workouts, honestly. Like I've been over this and it just it helps with the blood flow and my muscles look a little pumped up. So that's the reason why I take it every day. And because it's like not a stimulant, I, I don't really see the problem in it. I know that people that take stimulant pre-workout tend to cycle. Like they'll do like two weeks on, two weeks off or something just so they don't get like addicted. And so their tolerance doesn't build up to like a stupid amount. Second question, how is the bulk treating you? Um, I think it's I think it's been going pretty well. I've definitely noticed like my weight has increased, but I've also noticed like my lower body's looking a little bit fuller. Um, my arms look a little bit fuller, so I've really been I've been getting like the right amount of protein in and calories every day. Um, I think I'm doing okay. I'm listen, I'm feeling good in my body. I'm feeling strong in my body and I'm seeing myself grow. So that is all I can ask for this early on into the book. Next question. Favorite body part to work out? <sighs> this is always a tough one. I think somebody might have asked me this a few weeks ago, but I'm going to answer it anyway. Right now, my favorite is back just because I love to go back and see the, the videos. I just am a complete freak when it comes to that. And I love to see how like my body's actually moving and like my muscles are moving. And I just think it's a really cool thing. So I'm going to go back. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then moving on, next question. What inspires you every day? Fitness, work, life, et cetera. Um, there's a few different things that inspire me every day. I think one of them is obviously like I have role models that inspire me as I'm sure that you guys do. And I don't want to like lose sight of the question and kind of dabble onto that. But definitely, I, I definitely have role models that like are in my life that are a positive influence. But one thing that really inspires me, I think, is I'm just, oh, this sounds so cheesy. Oh my God. But I'm always trying to challenge myself to be like a better version of myself. Like if there's something I want in life, if there's like a way I want to feel, a way I want to look a way I want to be like say even for example like there's a bag I want like I want like a nice like Gucci bag let's say I gotta work my ass off and make money so I can afford it you know so that's like really what it comes down to I just I get so like I have these big dreams and aspirations for myself and then I'm like let's fucking do it like let's let's fucking get this done and then when I do I'm just like it, it's such a like you feel so empowered by yourself and so in control and just like you could do anything. And that sounds so cheesy, 
but it's the truth and I don't, I don't really know what else to say, you know? All right. La- next question. Advice for losing belly fat and getting an eight pack. Oh my God. First of all, I feel like when people are too focused on that, they tend to like get fall into unhealthy habits. My best piece of advice for losing fat in general is to get your nutrition in check, eat in a calorie deficit. That's all I'm going to say on that because I've talked about it a lot before, but you need to be matching your diet to your training. So being in a healthy calorie deficit is the best way to lose fat. Last question just asks what my ethnicity is. Um, I like honestly love making you guys guess just because nobody can ever guess. But I am half Italian and the other half is Chinese. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a funky, fresh, little, little interesting mix. You know, you can thank my parents for that. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's anyway, that's all the questions that I had for this week. I know I kind of flew through those and didn't go too, too in depth, but I didn't really have any brain-picking ones this week. Always feel free to ask me more questions. I don't care if you send me in five a week. I don't care if you send me in one every week. I love to hear from you guys. And that's what the segment is for. So happy happy to help. Happy to (laughs) offer my advice. And now I sound really cheesy and I'm just... I'm going delirious because I barely slept for last night. So ignore my speed talking and... My brain is mush, people. Mush. Okay, guys, I'm here with a very special guest today, my good friend, Billy Q. otherwise known as Quaz. We just went over that. <laughs> um, Hello, really, what's up? How have you been? Uh, I've been good. Just moved down to Miami in August. So uh, living the dream right now. Um, recently also obviously started making music. So that's also what's up, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, just that and work. And that's basically my life right now. So, what about yeah, you? so you're still doing both, right? Like you still work full time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not big yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal, though. That's the goal. That is, that is the goal in the end. Uh, why'd you move to Miami for, like, music reasons or just because? Yeah, um, just the place to be, I guess. Uh, what What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Honestly, I've been working out, working, watching TV, eat, sleep, repeat. That's that's honestly it. We missed you at uh, Homecoming last weekend. Yeah, I uh, I was thinking about going down, but uh, I kept waiting to buy a ticket and then the prices just keep going up so as of right now this broke boy uh, income can't afford that you you didn't miss that much like it was fun for the day but like the consequences were just awful i think me and jerry like like jerry got a shaker (laughs) tried to recruit mike in to like drink it with us and mike was like hold on and never came back so me and jerry were just like i guess we'll just do this oh man i yeah i haven't drank that heavy since i moved down here it's it's a change in lifestyle for sure wow that's i would think like the opposite number one i can't afford to that's drink so, like anywhere here, sure. so. yeah so <laughs> it's for it's, the uh, best i don't really yeah. drink like that anymore either just because i can't hang like i used to anymore 
Yeah, uh, for sure. We're getting old. So, hey, what, um, so this is like the first time I've ever been on a podcast. Okay. Uh, so you could teach me a few things, I guess. Like what's, what's the rundown here? How does this, how does this flow on the, what was this podcast called? Uh, it's called Confessions of a Gym Rat. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gym rat. <laughs> yes. Cause that's me. Um, okay. I basically, I run the whole thing by myself. I don't have a co-host. It's just easier for me to like get things done that I want to get done and do it on my own time. Um, so I start off the podcast, just giving a recap, any interesting stories I have to tell going on during the week. Um, and then the second part I do like one fitness health and fitness related highlight of the week. And then one like non-health and fitness related highlight. Okay. And then my main segment is always something like kind of educational health and fitness gym related. Um, then I go into some questions. So I have people send me questions either through DM. The dog wants to come. Oh, up. you have you have like viewers that like send you questions and yes. stuff like, oh, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. So and then people people do it on my Instagram too. like I put up a question poll every Monday and people ask that way. Um, I don't have that many listeners yet. but like, I mean, you just told me you started like six weeks ago, right? Yeah, so. I'm still starting off. And then I do. And then I finish with an interview. So. The interviews are kind of uh there's not really too much structure and then i have some i have some questions that i'm curious and i want right. to ask you but i'm gonna answer them when the time comes so okay <laughs> um i do want to ask though because obviously i wanted you on here because you've been uh releasing some new music and like yep. like djing stuff lately how did that come about i knew you like played guitar in college and stuff yeah but... um actually my guitar is right here I just remember you playing on play. under the bridge one day, unless I uh, yeah, that was like, <laughs> the first song I learned on the guitar, which was a terrible, <laughs> terrible choice on my part because that that song is so fucking hard. I don't know. The, <laughs> well, yeah. Am I allowed to, to swear on here? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. cool. Yeah, it's it's so fucking hard because like all the little like inflections and shit that uh, John Frusciante does is is unbelievable. So like took me like three months to learn and usually like for your first song you might learn like you know fucking smoke under the what is it smoke on the water or something like that yeah. <laughs> like, no nah, nah, i got this so under the bridge I got it. Yes. but yeah um i mean honestly it, it kind of started i didn't i didn't do any of this shit until like after college which is like really yeah. counterintuitive if you think about it because it college would have been the perfect time to start but oh, everyone uh, would have loved it yeah i, I could have been a dj in college but i mean like Missed out on the pike part. Fun, damn, damn it, dude. Oh, uh, but yeah, I uh, I kind of just picked it up because I was bored after I graduated. I had nothing to do during the summer of like 20, 20 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, that's when we graduated, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, all summer just had nothing to do. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to pick it up. Um, and like, I guess with my like background in music, I wasn't like going in it uh, like blind or anything because I... You know, I grew up, I actually grew up playing the flute and like the saxophone. Nice. Yeah, no, so. It's okay. I played the piano like every Asian girl does, little Asian. Girl. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, classic Asian male um, for us <laughs> to play various instruments growing up. Uh, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Actually, I didn't, I didn't mind the saxophone too much, but I hated the flute. Yeah, I picked up the guitar on my own and kind of just like, I don't know. Uh, I guess like it all started when. Uh, you know, going to like EDM shows and shows like yeah. really got really got into it. And then I started uh, always, always was interested. And then um, I guess one day I just said, you know, fuck it. And then turns out I'm like pretty decent. So 
uh, started, kept doing it. And then, um, after a little while, I, uh, I was like, damn, like I might, I'm gonna be really good at this. And so I decided, fuck it, move down to Miami, um, chasing the dream, baby. Might as well. I mean, your job, I'm assuming like you kept the same job, right? Like it's just remote or do you yeah, I was working, I was working in New York at the time I was living in Hoboken last year. Um, I remember that. And then all of a sudden you were like gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hoboken was, uh, didn't really like it. So I heard you lived in a church basement. It was, it was an old church that was renovated into an apartment building. Um, I lived in the, in the basement nice. and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, I like my roommates. I just didn't like the, the area. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with like this, plus like the fact that the city is amazing. Yeah. Like, you know what? Fuck it. If, if I don't do this now, I'll never do it. So yeah. I kind of just bit the bullet, just went off. Awesome. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Do you have like friends down there or you just like. Yeah, so, so I'm actually roommates with one of Piat's boys from home. Oh, really? How yeah, did that yeah. come about? So okay. he, yeah, he ended up wanting to move down to Miami literally the same day that I was planning on moving in. So we, he linked us and now uh, we're living in domestic bliss right now. But I had a, I had a few friends, I had a few friends uh, coming in here. Um, one of my good friends, Ryan, went to U Miami and I would visit him like wow. every year. Yes. So like, I knew a bunch of people when I first moved down here. And, that yeah, I knew because you guys um, decided to go to Miami after Punta Cana. Oh uh, yeah, for for all you listeners out there, we uh, um, we went to Punta Cana for our me and Liz's senior spring yeah. break, and um, <laughs> on the way back from the airport, one of our friends Kevin spews out this shot in the dark. He wasn't even planning on going through with it, but he was like, "Yo, let's go to Miami." It's like two, it's like an hour and a half to two hours from Punta Cana, so we were like, "Yeah, we'll be there by like." three, four o'clock. And I was, for some reason, I was, I was probably delirious off of all the drinking from the oh. week. Like, I was so into it. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, this is a great idea. Absolutely. No, no, no cons to this. Like, let's rip it. So I force <laughs> it's me, my friend Lorenzo or our friend Lorenzo, our friend, Kevin, our friend, Jack Hampton. <laughs> he was in bad shape. <laughs> and, and before you know it, we're on an airplane, go to Miami. And for Reasons I can't disclose due to privacy for Jack's sake. He had some underlying issues uh, with his yeah. um, monetary situation, and uh, his parents were not happy that things unfolded the way they did. So <laughs> on the flight back, he was getting shit on. And then as soon as we landed in Miami, <laughs> the other three, Lorenzo, Kevin, and Jack, all get the first flight home in the morning. Oh, I yeah, I picked them up from the airport. <laughs> Do you know that? I, I did. I did not know that, but oh, now I do. So yeah, that's uh, they, that's they what called me in like distress, like like close to tears. Hampton wasn't even speaking because he was just that done. Uh, so I picked him up at the airport. I've never seen Hampton look worse than yeah. that day. Yeah, he had uh, he had like crusted his eyes, like in his ears. Yeah, he was fully molting from. Oh, my God. <laughs> What a, what a time it's all over it's all behind us now like yeah yeah the college shit not happening anymore good story we're, though. We're, I know. who knows now. right yeah um getting back to the music thing so you have yeah, sure. uh what do you have like three mixes out or what do you call them mixes or songs or releases i guess um yeah three 
three, yeah, three releases, something like that. And you're on <laughs> what? You're on Spotify and SoundCloud. I'm, I'm technically on every streaming service, but okay. I mean, no one, no one uses streaming other than like Spotify and Apple Music. But like most people use Spotify anyway. So yes, I, I am on uh, everything. I searched. I searched for you on Apple Music last time. Yeah, you did. last time you released something, and it, like I guess it didn't come up yet. I was like, ah, shit. Well, like, go to SoundCloud. My only, my only release on streaming services has been Lights, Camera, Action, Baseline. Which the last was, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just dropped. So, um, yeah, everything else is only on SoundCloud because copyright, you know. Copy, yeah. So, what's that? Uh, what's the process like of upload? Because for me, I do. Um, like I upload my podcast through like a feed, like a right. content feed, and then it sends it out to Spotify mm. and Apple Music and whatever. So what do you like, what do you have to do? Cause yeah, like copyrights and stuff. Um, so the process for getting it onto platforms to monetize, it would be to go either through a label, which goes through a distributor at the end or skip the label, uh, which I did because no one wants me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, not yet and release it straight to distributors so there's services out there like one's called distro kid okay um that's the one i use and you just pay them like 20 bucks a year and you get unlimited uh releases so it's it's pretty uh cost effective okay. in that way that's basically what i do too but i don't so i have a account with like a it's like free music and or not free but like you pay for the account and then you can use their like music and sounds in your in my podcast like how does that work for you if you're remixing like other pre-existing songs like copyright wise so yeah so i guess for that it, you would have to obtain the rights from uh whoever owns like the intellectual property sometimes that's a label sometimes if it's an independent artist releasing it on their own you just have to hit them up how do you do like that? that like you literally just, just you just gotta reach out like so like literally just dm them on instagram and say hey like can i use your song as a sample and if they say yeah like go ahead they're not gonna like the only reason why you get flagged is if like the other party finds out and like wants to take action so like if a label if i you know sample like a taylor swift song right, right. and i didn't have her express consent or the, like, the labels express i was gonna consent. say if you want to do something like that like we just get, like yeah. taylor like hey yeah exactly so like you know like i guess it's kind of like a i guess if it blows up they'll find out kind of thing where you're playing that game where like they're not going to know unless like well people do it all big. the time exactly but like if you release if i chose to release like for like just to, for the sake of example like taylor swift again yeah right if i chose to release her music like no one's going to fucking hear that shit as of as this point so <laughs> good 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 chance like like she's not going to hear about it no if for some reason it just starts to blow up then they can take action and then i can get fucked. taylor swift sues you <laughs> man like they could sue you for like a lot of money too yeah, so yeah. it's never it's never really worth it yeah. but like soundcloud is there so you can release whatever you want without because you're not gonna get money from it right off of soundcloud so you can release i can use taylor swift and anything I've oh okay because that's yeah. i get all I, I listen to all that stuff on soundcloud yeah. like any new mixes so i was wondering how so that's that's how it works for SoundCloud. Since you don't monetize on SoundCloud, we can monetize on SoundCloud, but generally you don't. So like you don't have to worry about copyright. When you don't make money, you don't have to worry about copyright. But okay. when you want to make money, you do. Generally, I feel like going through like getting a marketing degree. I probably should have known that. But yeah, me too. With my marketing degree, that I I still don't even have my diploma to be honest. <laughs> what? How? I don't know. I I just never look for it. I don't know. Maybe they send it to me. Mailed home, and your parents are probably just like. Eh. 
I mean, maybe I didn't even graduate. I wouldn't fucking know. I did, though. I did. I did graduate. Oh. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. Our graduation was kind of a a flop. Um, Other than music, what are you what are you up to? I know you used to used to do a lot of boxing. I would see you at the gym a lot. You're the only person that exercised on spring break. I did not exercise. <laughs> me, yeah, me and Jack Cannon hit uh, one gym sesh during spring oh, break. Oh, you like came and up Jack to me like, "Hey, hit the gym this morning," and I was like, oh. <laughs> "I was like, yeah, it's t- it's time to flex on Liz." Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you didn't go to the gym today? Okay, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I felt I felt a little down on myself in that moment. Yeah. Don't don't worry. I did like ten pushups that left. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, going back to your question, uh, I don't really box anymore just because it's pretty expensive to go to a gym around here. Also, I have no time. So, because like my schedule, my schedule goes. Also, I got to take care of like I have a dog. By the way, yeah. for all, all you listeners and viewers, I have a dog. So like, really cute dog. Work, work, dog, and then make music until I go to sleep. That's like my schedule, or and work fit a workout in in between. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's generally no time for that, but uh, some of my boxing stuff. So sometimes I'll, you see me shadow boxing, you know, just hitting a wall or some shit. <laughs> you know, if you're ever in Miami and you see me just like punching a brick wall, like you know, he's just keeping, he's just keeping it tight. Everything, he's just getting it, getting the work in. Yeah. <laughs> but you take, I see you on Be Real <laughs> that you take Layla to the uh, dog park a lot. So that's like. Condo. Yeah, there's there's a dog park. So like I live in a pretty nice condominium um, community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what that was. And uh, they have a dog park literally right outside Aww. my uh, my building. I take the elevator down, walk like a minute, and then there it is. Like it's awesome. Yeah, so it's uh, very very fortunate that we have. That's so good for her. Otherwise, yeah. she'd be sprinting off the walls. I know. How how is she? She's good. I don't know what she is. I was hoping she'd be here. Hey, I don't know where she is. Um, she's, prob- she's probably lost or dead. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. A picture just came up of her on my... I was going to send it to you, and then I was like, I'll just tell him I talked to him. Um, I guess it was two years ago, like the day that Layla came. Oh, hi. Oh, you guys can't see this right now, but Layla's up on the screen. Who's going to see this? Uh, nobody's going to see it. Oh, I don't do video. Mm. I can, you know what? I'll take this little clip. I'll take a screenshot and I'll just put Layla in the, uh, in the post. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hello. You probably don't remember me. Oh. But yeah, a picture came up on my Snapchat memories of the day she came home with, oh. uh, Lido and Reagan when she was Sky. Yeah. Rebrand hostile takeover. Had to do <laughs> Layla. Yards, you know? Sky wasn't cutting it, so had to had to up the ante. Yeah, now you're you're a good dog dad. She's better off with you, probably. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> no offense to you, Lito, if you ever listen to this. But. He probably isn't, but someone someone will tell. Him. Maybe Conklin will tell him. He uh, came up to me in Queens the other day. Yeah. Oh, can you can you have him on this podcast? I, I think I'm going to because he, okay. he came up to me and was like, "You better have me on." And like, I've never seen Conklin more serious than that. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." And he's like, "No, I'm serious. Like, don't just Love say it. yes and then never bring it up again." I was like, "Okay." He should be the next one. Yeah, I could. Let's just line up. I don't know. If, I don't know if there's a line. Up. I just feel like he doesn't talk that much, so I'd sit here and be like, "Hi, Conklin," and he would. Oh, just- he- 
Um, oh, he'd have some. He'd have some material ready to go. Okay, I, if like he can Conklin, prepare, then he can be on. Uh, the only thing I'll say about Conklin is he performs when the lights are on. Oh my god, that's all I'll say. He, he, the, anytime there's a recording, he's ready to go. Like memes galore. You could probably after your interview with Conklin, you sound bites. Thirty sound bites, hilarious ones. So I should do everyone. I think everyone would be really appreciative. Of, yeah, of me doing that for them. Yeah, that would be that would be ideal. That's funny. Um, so what are your plans going forward with working and doing the whole music thing? What's your ideal situation? So that's what people ask me. Good question. Wait, who asked you that? Everyone. Oh, like, okay. Are you going to like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Are you going to quit your job and just yeah. do Instagram? Like, so, <laughs> so I gave myself two years from this year. I was gonna reevaluate and probably um, hope to quit my job right now and just do music full time. Um, based on my trajectory, I don't I honestly don't know. Well, the thing but is we'll take it, I take it. I take it one day at a time, realistically. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I gave myself two years just to do this, you know, consistently in, in the meantime, and then uh, you know, hopefully by the time it was two years all around, I can sit back and say, well, like I've gain a pretty good following and I could make an honest living out of it. I don't expect to be like fucking Fisher in two years or anything, but uh, the end goal would be to like, you know, be uh, recording artists and a uh, like traveling DJ and stuff like that. That'd be so sick. It would be. Just um, are, you using- <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> yeah. are you using your, uh, what was your personal Instagram for just like music stuff now? Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I saw the rebrand. Cause I hate, I hate using social media. Okay. Uh, you got, but it's like, so you have, to, you have to, like, you have to, but like me personally, I don't, I don't like posting a lot unless it's like shit posting or like posting funny shit. So like having to like, especially on TikTok, like I, my plan on TikTok is to like have like fucking my manager, which is me, uh, tells me that I have to post like two times a week. You'll you'll get more used to it over time, but like whenever when I started my account, I felt so weird about it. Weird, right? Like, because I'm like, friends are gonna make fun of me because. Well, it's not even that. It's more like no one like I know that no one gives a shit about what I have to say. Like, I I give a shit. Well, no, my whole thing is like the only the only thing I want to like give out to like people for people to like see would be music. Like, I don't really care about like like having people keep up with my life No, Yeah. If, if I could, if I could have like a secret identity, right. If I like dead mouse, right. Like the dude, yeah, yeah. like Ramal, the guys with the masks, like you don't know their identity. Like you just, they just release music and you're like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be a deal. It's too hard to start that, especially like with no connections in the industry. Cause like no one's, yeah, no one's going to give a shit. Following, but, uh, yeah. Like if you meet people around you or just like, go, like what I did when I started my account was I followed like one, like one person that was similar like in the fitness industry in new jersey like my area and then mm-hmm. just went down like their account and started following like all similar like small yeah. artist accounts because you'll like they'll start supporting your stuff online you'll start yeah. supporting their stuff online and then it just helps like push it out to more people yeah there's a i noticed there's a lot of tricks that you can do to to gain like 10 followers here and there just yeah. from like knowing who similar people are in the space and say, okay, like, for example, like if someone makes similar music to me, I can go down their follow list, do the same thing you did. Just say like, 
oh, I know that you like this artist. I sound like him. So here, here you go. Yeah. Like, her. like if you hype them up too, like they'll hype you up back and then your post will get more attention. And Yeah. But it just like the whole thing is like, I don't, I don't like being on my phone like that. I tried to, I try to like keep off of it, but now like if you want to keep a good social media presence, you have to be on. And now I'm like kind of addicted to my phone, which I wasn't before, which sucks. Cause I've noticed it. Cause I'd be scrolling on TikTok late at night now. Like, I don't like, do that. That's one thing. Like I'm on Instagram a lot, but I don't often get into a TikTok hole. And I'm trying I mean, to keep it that way. It's just a lot of commenting on other people's shit, just like to get exposure. You know what I mean? Like a comment on other music pages, like, oh, it sounds dope. Yeah. I still don't like, I, I don't know how TikTok works. I, I like, I don't know how people see my stuff. I feel like I had like 200 followers and then like one post just went like viral that's yeah. that's how i don't know there's an algorithm to it so like if you keep posting one of them's gonna hit it's like throwing shit against the wall i guess yeah i don't know and then it's like i gained like ten thousand followers from that one post and then it's like okay how many views what how many views did it get <sighs> um let's see what my most is right now my tiktok's probably gonna blare tiktok's brutal though like, if you're going to post stuff on TikTok, you got to be ready to get your shit torn apart. Yeah, I just... Uh, the most I had... It was like 719,000. Yeah. The most I ever got was 11K, and that was my first TikTok I ever posted. Um, what was... what The one made me laugh. Was it you that posted, like, my friends as girls? Yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> that that wasn't the one that got the most... Oh, well, that one was funny. <laughs> like the first tiktok i posted was uh you can look it up later at a later point but like i i was getting ready for uh, a shift at queens right before covid hit and I, I made this tiktok out of an idea stupid ass idea and uh yeah i checked i checked it like 10 minutes later got like 5k views i was like holy shit i'm gonna blow up and then i never did so also i never posted that's okay that's all right yeah social media is huge though it's i put i try and do like uh I have a, a bedtime thing on my phone. Otherwise, like I would stay up on it all night. So at like a certain time every night, my phone like basically shuts down and I have it. So like I can only get calls and texts from like my parents and my brother. I should do that. I should do that. But yeah, uh, social media is a new like label, I think, at this point in the music industry, because it's all about following. Or I guess most of the things you do is all about following because I, I could you could relate this to um uh, I guess Jake Paul and Logan Paul, um, mm -hmm. they had the audience to promote or start a promotional company for fights, right? That's why you don't see more qualified boxers uh, sell as many tickets or get big of a draw. It's because they worked on their audience first. They built an audience. And then whatever they do from now on, th their audience is going to follow. So that's pretty big. And, and you notice that, like, uh, I think... Um, they they bring it up in startups too right most a lot of startups fail just because the idea could be good like i could have really good music like you could be you know you could be a really great artist or generally you know have whatever but if you don't have an audience to to listen to to see or to you know view your like fitness shit yeah and um you know it's just not gonna work out so you know for a lot of startups they recommend you build an audience first you know gain that following and then when you build the product, you know, then you do it. A lot of people think about it backwards. I think, I guess that's kind of what I did subconsciously, like not really thinking about mm -hmm. it as like a funnel, but I didn't start like um, marketing myself really like for, like I 
make uh, workout guides and stuff that I sell on my website, but I didn't even put in money to get a website domain until like two years after I had my account when I was like, okay, this I'm sticking around with this and I have some people. Yeah. So how did your uh, fitness journey start? Like what was the, the path for like how many followers you had and like how often you were like posting on your page? I started my account the, the summer after freshman year when I was getting my personal training certification. Um, and I, I started it not really with the intention of like blowing up or like trying to get a lot of followers, but I just like, wasn't happy in my body. And I was like, okay, if I start posting myself, like, (laughs) I was like, Oh yeah. No no red flags there. Yeah. No, I know. (laughs) Uh, Well, I was like, if I'm like posting online, then one, like I have to know what I'm talking about and like say factual things. So that was kind of like my learning, um, motivation. And then I was like, also, if I'm going to post like I should probably like feel confident in myself so it just like encouraged me to stay on the right path um and I started I started following like I just followed everyone I knew like I went down my personal account and was like I followed like everyone that I knew that I think thought would follow me back um did they most of them some of them didn't you you keep it a list you kept the list no I I I don't know specific names but I just remember like in the early days being like oh damn like that person didn't follow me back like all right whatever I'm I'm keeping a list right now I I I know who uh because when I send my like stuff to like uh group chats and shit I I I remember who uh who doesn't show any love well the thing is like people will like act like they're close to you and stuff like that but then like when you do something like when you accomplish something it says a lot about who actually is there like clapping for you and who doesn't say shit like um so yeah i mean i mean also i think with my personality i'm not really the type of person that holds grudges but just you know yeah i mean i don't really remember to this day i just remember in the moment being like except for conklin yeah (laughs) i'm I'm after you conklin (laughs) fucking <laughs> just kidding um what a guy yeah. um but yeah i i started finding like similar people i think just on the explore page and stuff um like people near me and then i don't really know how it blew up to be honest like i don't know what happened i but think a good way to look at it would be uh, i guess the form like the formula that you look at it from a business model would be like consistent posting plus good content yeah. is going to equal to organic growth. Yeah. Know? I definitely saw more, like I saw growth when I started posting um, more regularly and there was like consistency in what my posts were. So my first for you for first like year or two with the account, I was kind of just like bullshitting, like posting whatever. Um, and then I got like, okay, like I'm going to post workout, workout, static post, workout, workout, static post. Um, once I figured out like my groove, I think that's when I started getting more followers. Yeah. It's all about hitting your stride and just churning that shit out. And a few giveaways, those help. I'm, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm still trying to think about like what, what kind of things I can do to can like consistently post other than like music announcements, you know, yeah. cause it's hard just, um, yeah. I mean, I have a few ideas, but we'll, we'll see. You could post like, if you make graphics for or like the cover to your new release or whatever, like days, like make a static post, like a week in advance or like. Oh, it- yeah, no, that's, that's all part of the release plans. It's like uh, you you have like two weeks out, you you know, oh, okay. make a post, announce it, just just to remind everyone. And then 
as as the release date gets closer, you're like, you know, the week of your release, if you're releasing on Friday, Monday, you're like, make a post. You know, I'm releasing shit. Wednesday, remind everyone, oh, I'm still releasing shit. And then Thursday, like, are you ready? And then hey, Friday, I knew, I knew yours was coming. I knew it was coming. Yeah. I had that whole video. You, you, gotta, flood you gotta flood a little bit because, uh, yeah. So, do you have anything new coming out soon? Yeah, I actually have a Drugs from Amsterdam uh, remix coming out. Um, I don't know if I don't know what date to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Probably whenever you release this, it'll probably be soon from this. <laughs> okay, I'll see. I'll save this then for. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's almost ready. I'd say like in a couple of weeks, we're recording this like end of October. I'd say mid November it should be out, something like that. Okay, I'll I'll post this before you release it right before you release it cool um Perfect. The announcement but what where can people find you like what on spotify uh soundcloud like what's your name yeah uh, i'm on instagram at quas.wavs so like if you think about like a wave file yeah yeah my name quas.wav and then everything else just quas uh, Q-U-A-S for, for anyone out there that can't figure this out. I, hopefully you can. And I'm just I'll have it that. in the, uh, I'll put it in the episode description too, just in case. All right, cool. I also have, if anyone listening, I don't know if they do, has my SoundCloud playlist. I have one playlist of songs that I listen to in the gym. Hyped up Liz, wait, workout Liz? Or oh yeah, that's mine. Yep. Hyped up gets, lifts with Liz? Gets me in the zone. It, it, it really does. Um, I do. I have. Uh, I have your last two releases. So I have. Was it lights, camera, what action, it? baseline? Okay, lights, camera, action, baseline, and the other one. My mommy remix. Yeah, I have both of those on my playlist. So if you can't figure out how to find Quas, <laughs> then just go to my playlist and. Yep. I'm there. All right. Ellie. Well, thanks for joining me, Billy. I don't want to take up too much of your time since it's nine o'clock and you probably got things to do and. Whatever, really. but it was nice catching up with you. Yeah. Nice catching up with you too, Liz. Um, I'm excited to tune in next time when you have Conklin on. Oh my god! Uh, I'll definitely be uh, listening in the future. Thank you. Yeah, I, I now that I like vocalized it and teased everyone, I'm gonna have to have Conklin on. So, like, um, why did you not market it on your page before? Because I, I maybe you have. I just missed it. I guess I have. So what I've been doing is. I post the pinned post on my page is like the cover art um, in my like announcement post for like my first episode that was out. And then every week when I release a new episode, I post a picture with the logo in the bottom and then like you swipe and it's this week's topics. Cool. Um, I'm hoping that as the weeks continue, more people will get exposure to it and listen to the podcast and hopefully more people are like reaching it or getting exposed to it, then it'll reach more of my audience. Excellent. How, like percentage wise, who, how many of your followers you think will listen in? Like you got what, like 15 K something like that. I, uh, I'm at 47 K now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't sell me short, Billy. Oh my God. Well, I, I honestly didn't know. I thought it all, well, were you at 15k at any point in college? Because that's like last time. When we I, graduated college, I was at 12k. Yeah, so that makes sense. Okay, yeah. that was where I was going at. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, yeah. So things things have blown. Um, I don't know why, but I might steal your account. I might hack in your account. Just take it. <laughs> Great. Just like yeah, grow your hair out. Nobody will know. Your followers. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what'd you ask? What did you ask? I, I asked what percentage of your following? Oh, do you think? Um, I've been looking and I get like, I think I've had six episodes so far and I'm at about like in between, like about 2,500 listens to all of them. So it's not terrible. But I'm sorry about the podcast. It's not the most, it's not the easiest thing to sit down and listen to. Cause it's just, yeah. Yeah. And time. also like what I've learned from all my social platforms and stuff is like, it takes time. Like it'll, it'll make its way if I keep putting work in towards it. So well, maybe this one will blow up. Who knows? Maybe, <laughs> maybe they think I'm the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> I think the one that Con- that Conklin's on if, is probably going to blow up just because everyone's. If, if you make a, if you, make a recording of that and like release the recording too i think that could really blow up just if you see his facial expressions like <laughs> <laughs> yeah well when i record these on zoom like it does record the video and the audio i just take the audio file and put it in yeah. um i should like black myself out and just have conklin on the whole time <laughs> yes <laughs> that would be- or even when you release like the videos just like crop the video so it's just conklin <laughs> yeah. that would be hilarious Oh God. All right. These are good ideas. <laughs> Thank you. That's why they pay me the big bucks, you know. That's I'm true. That is true. Okay. Um, the dog's handing me her toys, so I think she wants to play now. Um cool. but no, thanks for having me on. Or hello. Thanks yes. for this thanks is my for my podcast. podcast. Thank you for coming on my podcast, Liz. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on my podcast. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. That pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. This week's song suggestion is going to be one of Billy's songs. So he just released one last week. I know you can definitely listen on SoundCloud, but you can look up. It's Drugs from Amsterdam, Quas Remix. So Q-U-A-S. Look that up wherever, wherever you can find it. Definitely on SoundCloud, like I said. Give it a listen and let me know what you think, but... I think Billy does a pretty, pretty damn good job. <laughs> anyway, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Lifts with Liz, and you can get merch for the show through the link in my bio or on my website. <sighs> That's all for this week. Have a fantastic, lovely, warm, loving holiday week. That was a lot of adjectives, I think, <laughs> or verbs, whatever. I don't know. I'm sounding stupid, so I'm just going to cut it off here. I will talk to you guys next Monday.